Return the puppet or burn in hell. <laughs> You're loved it. You said you laughed. You're dead to me. You know, man versus self, man versus environment, man versus puppet. It's. I mean, I would eat it. I would eat him if I saw him. I would. Now have to deal with this asshole who's making you talk to his puppet, and whose puppet is just being an ass to them, and it's just like, you know, puppet. You'd be like, what the hell, asshole? You know, just you know, much anxiety you're producing with your constant shit talking, scorch. If you don't like it, leave. Is it a dragon that looks like a puppet to everybody else? Or is everybody else like, wow, this guy's puppet looks an awful lot like a dragon? I think the thing is, is that it just doesn't matter. Who cares? We've seen it all before, so let's reload on a very special episode. Of shows that suck and shows that blowed. Buckle up, buttercup, it's a bumpy road. Going deep inside the If you forgot about the clap, that must mean the medication's really working out. Ooh. <laughs> it's true. I don't even think about it anymore. But you know what? My timing's all Medical off. timing? Well, Ryan, if you don't yeah. or never had the clap, then what Austin just did to you was an example of gaslighting. And that is a very insidious form of abuse that was coined after a play that was written some time ago. I think, like, in 1940. I don't recall. And it's about gaslighting. And gaslighting is where somebody lies to you and then makes you doubt your own reality. And, again, it's a form of abuse. And that's a very special episode topic that we that we are talking about today during our Summer Bummer series, One Season Wonders. We're getting hot and steamy with a show maybe nobody else has ever heard about called Scored. Starring a puppet. Is the puppet real? Is the bad actor real? Is the news real? No one knows anymore. Forget everything you ever heard and think about a dragon that slept for thousands of years and missed the medieval times but woke up to become a 1990s newscaster. Austin, Yo. you are one of my guests this evening. When you aren't falling asleep for thousands of years doing to grog and then reclimating to a simpler but more complicated world, What's your relationship like with the TV show Scorched? Um, my my initial response was <laughs> yeah. I have never heard of this before, uh, or obviously seen any of it, and certainly I have not seen any of it. 
but uh, <laughs> but watching the opening credits, yeah, it it it, it, uh, it sparked some some low <laughs> small burning ember in the uh, recesses of a memory hole deep inside my brain. So I feel Yay! like maybe I saw a commercial for it or something. <laughs> At one point in time, but certainly, like once we dove into the episode, I'm like, "Yeah, no, I, I've never seen any of this." We found a clumsy repressed memory. I mean, I did see this. Your... I did see this when it was Alf, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. another thing. And I was wondering how long it takes to get that we got to Scorch before we got to Alf. <laughs> about that real fuck you to the puppets. Oh yeah. <laughs> To the successful. Oh, puppet. weird. Right? Quote, unquote. Sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, let's see. My other next guest is someone who's a nosy landlord with maybe a soft spot for children. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants that. Okay. I guess I'll say David Bitsenhofer. Big of you, David. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I guess I am renting, so I do have a landlord. So Real. <laughs> Real honest. <laughs> Uh, what is your previous relationship, if any, with Scorch? Well, as you know, I grew up watching a whole lot of TV. Mm. I never heard of this show, never <laughs> seen it, didn't remind me of anything. This is the first I've ever heard of it, watched it, or seen it. <laughs> and the last. Yay. Just like me with the pits, so it's a nice yeah, exactly. return. All right, all right. And last but not least, we have a TV personality who's so vain that he engages in skincare. This is me, it's Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what is your relationship with a dragon named Scorch? Yeah, I had like literally zero percent awareness of when is this from fucking 1992 really okay that makes sense that makes the most sense i was like was this remember when upn started and just cranked out or the wb they both cranked out all these failed sitcoms i was thought it was maybe one of those i've never heard i can't believe i haven't heard of this at all um and is it scorch present tense or scorched I keep saying scorched, and that is a mistake. It's officially scorched, scorched. like happening right now. But it's scorched because it happened a long time ago, and for three episodes. It was only three episodes. I think there's two more. I've only been able to um, acquire three personally. But is there an official record that we can have our correct yeah. research team? Yeah, let's see what curious. the children say. Um, six. There's six episodes. Fifty-eight episodes. <laughs> yeah. For 128 episodes, six um, six were made. Only three were aired. Okay. So so this is technically being the third episode of the season that we that we watched. This is technically also <laughs> the season and series finale of Scorch. <laughs> what a finale! <laughs> the only thing this show has going for it is that it explains the premise and the theme yes and i was like oh i like when they do that and then i was like oh to every single other aspect uh, not that we have to go into it i i did like uh, like is a strong term i thought it the puppetry was well done too i guess uh, so wait i have a question yeah is this a show about a man who pretends a dragon is a puppet or is it a show about a dragon who's is the man a puppet controlled by the dragon? 
I think those are great questions, and there's yeah. multiple, just like Fight Club, there's multiple lenses you can view this through. Well, because the man's performance was so stilted and <laughs> unnatural. I was like, he must be controlled by that dragon puppet. <laughs> that certainly lends to the theory. So this episode, in part, to leave your question, I want to leave it open as a question, because let's sure. discuss it this whole episode. And tellingly, the series finale that this ended up being is called... You gaslight up my life. So, throw it all into question. We're clearly supposed to do it. Uh, I, your last host this evening, am Carolyn Maine, and I think I'm the only one in the whole world who was sad when Scorch was canceled. <laughs> it was, like, airing on Saturdays at, like, 4 p.m., some kind of throwaway time, and I was like, oh, I gotta watch that Dragon Puppet show. I saw the commercial on Lake Austin, I followed through. And let's point out that in 1992, I would be nine years old. So I think that's like a prime scorch time, right? So you watched this show. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Ryan, I did. Oh, man. Wow. I I I thought it was great. I'm still pretty sure it's great. In in Carolyn's defense, I mean, she watched this show, but at three episodes, it wasn't like it was a huge time commitment on her part. Yeah, I I watched all three episodes, or maybe not, but definitely like... Was where'd the show go? And I looked at TV log or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> it was gone, gone, gone. Canceled too soon. Well, no, it wasn't, but <laughs> I, can, I can see being like nine or ten and watching this. So, is this how close to Alf coming out was this? Alf was still in the closet at this time. Oh, it is? Huh. Yeah, Alf ran from... 84 to... Yeah, like 84 oh. to 90, I think. Uh, yeah, so this is 86. Alf ran from September 86 to March of 90. This was 92. Uh, the other thing that it reminded me of uh, a little bit was this is kind of the unholy love child of Alf and uh, dinosaurs. <laughs> Yeah. And dinosaurs ran April 91 to October of 94, so this overlapped with dinosaurs a bit. Do you think they just rented a puppet from dinosaurs? (laughs) They just had an extra one. They're like, ah, this looks more like a dragon. Let's make a really terrible show. It's kind of of like how when, uh, when, like, TV stars do a movie during the off season when they're not like filming their sitcom or whatever. This is like in between seasons of dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. They rent out the puppets to other shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like it if Carl could just Carl that Winslow. Dinosaur dad's name? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I want Earl. him on Family Matters. Earl was the dinosaur. Earl girl. could Same show up on Family Matters. It's literally Carl. they just changed one letter. Uh, his name was Earl <laughs> Winslow. It's pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> what was the dinosaur's last Who name? Sinclair. Oh, Sinclair. So it wasn't Sinclair. Oh. They're all named after ga- oil Oh, really? Right. All the dinosaurs' oh, last name. That. That's funny. Yeah. Right. Were you on our dinosaurs? <laughs> I would rather just. I wish. I know. Too bad. That's where I learned it. It was very informative. Um. Yeah, so, so Scorch is a discount dinosaur baby ripoff, or he's a really good puppet. I think, and I might need the orphans to verify, but I believe, the, well, no, if it's the main man, but it's somebody's, you know, like Jeff Dunham celebrity comedian puppet that they made a career with, and they got a sitcom 
with. I think they were a package deal. Is that true? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if Jim is quite <laughs> Jeff Dunham level of fame. Uh, no, not fame. So this actor was a ventriloquist, the main actor? Yes. Uh, okay. Ron Lucas is his name. He was a ventriloquist and stand-up comedian. And he apparently, like, he used the puppet, the dragon puppet, in his, like, routine before the series came out. And he didn't ever appear in the show, but he did supply the voice of Scorch. So it's kind of like, again, it's like Alf, where, like, the puppeteer is also the voice actor. Wait, so the guy, the main guy, isn't the ventriloquist? Correct. Because oh. he looks too handsome to be a ventriloquist. Well, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he a little bit. A little bit. And he's not good. So I was like, oh, maybe he's a ventriloquist. And that explains yeah, exactly. what they make, Right. They hired they make him his to... acting yeah. make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Fit into play. So is it fake or real that he was an actor who couldn't get work without a pretend real dragon? I guess we'll dive in there. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. It's hard to say. It's a mystery. We're all being gaslit by this adorable puppet dragon who left us too soon. Uh, you're gaslighting us right now, okay? I, I definitely am. <laughs> <laughs> There's a gaslight leak, too, and we're all getting loopy. <laughs> um, what a great way to watch the opening theme that, indeed, spells out the entire premise. And it kind of sounds like a country folk song, but... I guess all you really need to know is that Scorch Rip Van winkled through several thousand whatevers since the medieval days of dragons, even though he was still wearing like a Hawaiian shirt in the days of yore, and that's what he slept in. It speaks very good American English, modern American English. (laughs) Yeah, complete with like pop culture references worked in and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I do have to say, David, that between the uh sort of sing to you what's going on exposition song the presence of a winged dragon-like creature and the plot (laughs) element involving someone going to sleep and then waking up in the modern day the opening reminded me a bit of the gargoyles opening oh shit gargoyles ripped off score they totally did they totally (laughs) did gargoyles is trash do you feel bad david yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Congratulations, Scorch! Scorch, I want you to keep a low profile about this, you understand? <laughs> Good morning, little people! Yeah, how about that theme song? It sounds like a folk song. It's catchy. Is it in <laughs> yeah, no. anybody else's head? No, I, I enjoyed it. I wrote down, like, okay, this is a pretty awesome theme song. It's probably the best thing about the show. How does it go? Can you do it a little bit? <laughs> I got all of the time in the world. Because <laughs> it was like, as an interstitial, like between scenes, it was really disruptive. Like, it really. <laughs> Uh, controls the tone of the show a lot. You know, it's it not like ambient. It's like got a real specific feeling to it. Yeah, it's got like too much flute and too much whimsy and like <laughs> I don't know, Tiffany, what they're doing. It's a big drum. 
And it's kind of bombast, so it's strange. It does set the tone, and it's the only hearkening back to the medieval days. I was kind of hoping Scorch would, like, spend more time in the medieval days, but I think they blew their budget on the puppet. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe that happens in the pilot. Maybe, like, the first 20 minutes of the pilot is uh, wacky medieval adventures before he falls asleep. I know it's not. I'm, I. <laughs> the show lasted three episodes. That's not, that's not what went down. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have a lot of questions about this premise, but A, I don't know if there's any actual answers, and B, I, it's not like I really care. <laughs> I, like, there are questions that spring to mind, but like, I don't, like, why he slept that long, you know, like, how do you meet this guy? And then I'm like, you know what, I don't even really care. A wizard did it. Um, uh, okay. No, I don't know if that's true. I do know he meets the actor who can't get work, who puts his hand in the puppet all the time, presumably. But he doesn't, because he's not the ventriloquist. So, you guys, let's just cut to the chase, man. Because how long before somebody says that... The whole thing is that Scorch is able to exist in the world because he pretends to be the guy's puppet. Yep. So, let's ask whether or not the guy's sticking his fist up Scorch's ass all the time. Yay! That's a really important question. I say definitely. David. Yeah. <laughs> I got I, I would admit, I got the impression that he was just putting his hand up the back of his shirt. That was what they shirt. definitely what they wanted you to think. <laughs> <laughs> but then why did it go when he did it? How come every time he did it, Scorch was like <laughs> I also appreciate how Ryan was trying to like pass off this question onto everyone else. As if he's not the one who wanted to start talking about this. I just knew. I just wasn't. Yeah, yeah. We've been doing a show together for a long time, you guys. And as soon as I saw what their charade was, I was like, we're going to talk about him sticking his arm up Scorch's ass. It's like his whole arm, too. (laughs) You think he's elbow deep? Yeah, he has to be in order to convince the other TV station employees. What do you think? Scorch feels about that. Well, I think that's why Scorch is such a, a, a sassy fellow, you know? Yeah. <laughs> such an asshole. Yeah. He's got a whole arm of his asshole. What is this weird trend of, like, obnoxious <laughs> puppets? <laughs> it's something, like, primal, like, you know, man versus self, man versus environment, man versus puppet. It's just one of the archetypes of history it's like a weird around this era and i think this is the only time that there were shows like this but there was a lot there's a lot of sitcoms where it was like a family and there was some really weird other element be it an alien or a girl robot or a dragon and and they all have to like house this thing and hide it and protect it from society but it's like a total dick because <laughs> even like small wonder's not a jerk but she like doesn't understand human nature so she's always like doing yeah. weird things or destroying shit or whatever you know they're like very destructive yeah it's very much well i mean i guess it kind of goes in line with like urkel urkel's like that not. too yeah i mean he's like a nerd or whatever but yeah. he um is just constantly destroying their house so, like why are we yeah obnoxious people so celebrated in the 90s <laughs> on television because they had attitude yeah. hey austin i want to catch you up real quick do you think that the man would put his whole arm up scorch's asshole during their ruses well yeah i mean we need to make the ruse believable right 
Yeah. <laughs> That's called commitment to the bit. Exactly. So did did we talk about how the whole dragon as a puppet ruse is supposed to work? More or less. Just that it's his asshole. Well, the sure. one thing I didn't get to. So, uh-huh. I mean, we're just going all over the place on this episode sure, already. We'll but it's like, but it's like, so anytime someone else is in the room besides his daughter, he has to pretend like it's his puppet, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But then this dragon, as we've already established, is an asshole, and uh-huh. thus is like sassing everybody, and then. He, but then everyone just thinks it's him just like talking through the puppet, but yeah. then like the dragon is still like trying to talk to people. And it just occurred to me what a waking nightmare this has to be for like everybody involved. Like people who aren't this guy now have to deal with this asshole who's making you talk to his puppet, right? Yeah. And whose puppet is just being an ass to them. Yeah. Who's like, like sass mouthing you the whole time, yeah, yeah, and trying to deflect it to this you know puppet. You'd be like, what the hell, asshole, you know, just yeah. No. deal with me and then he has to just keep being the asshole even though he's not and like it just has to look like some dope who makes everyone talk to his puppet and everything well and this is a very of the era thing too where it's like scorch is a jerk all the time he's really obnoxious mm-hmm. doesn't respect boundaries but then this guy gets to be on tv because scorch is such a beloved performer where it's like they do this a lot too where it's like the incredibly imposing obnoxious person has all these valuable assets that they should be yeah. honored for like they should be allowed to just be a total jerk all the time mm-hmm. well and the thing that i was trying to wrap my head around is like so scorch looks like a puppet mm-hmm. you know because he is a puppet obviously mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. ordinarily like in any other show like even like alf i would assume that like within the context of the show we're supposed to assume that the puppet character isn't viewed as puppet-like by the other characters like alpha is supposed to be an alien we know he's a puppet because he's a puppet but the other characters he just looks like an alien but but because the whole like in the real world scorch is a puppet and in the fake world of the tv show we have him pretend to be a puppet i'm like so does is it a dragon that looks like a puppet to everybody else or is everybody else like wow this guy's puppet looks an awful lot like a dragon Right. Yeah, it's a weird level of reality thing. I think the thing is is that it just doesn't matter. Spoiler. We could just cut and paste that into every bit of commentary yep. that we have. Actually, yes. Will you just do that and I'm going to go do something else. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's gaslighting all the way down for the co-workers and everybody else, including ourselves, because it doesn't matter. But you know what does matter is getting enough roughage. So Scorch in the opening scene almost blows his whole cover by going out to get the newspaper and then eating the newspaper, presumably to chew it all up and make a TV log later. Yeah, so he eats paper is one of the things? He eats everything, right? Yeah, so, so Carolyn, as the world's biggest Scorch fan... Yeah. It, is him eating paper like a th- is that like is paper to him what cats are to Alf? <laughs> I love how we can't get away from Alf's shadow for a second. The show kinda asks for it. <laughs> I like how Carol is the entire sports fan club. There's like a Reddit group that's just Carol. <laughs> Hey, anybody think about Scorch this week? I'm just saying, no? someone sat down no? and was like, 
what if elf but with a dragon and that's yeah. this show so they're kind of asking for the comparison well there was another yeah. show around this time too that was like a married with children knockoff or by the same creators that had a puppet that was like bobcat goldthwaite greg the bunny right or no happily ever after right that was around this time too i think yeah i think that was later okay to answer your question as the premier scorch fan i don't know. I mean, let's watch the other episodes again. But I think at this point, they might as well keep it a through line because it really does happen like five well, times this episode. This episode makes it more about than just paper, though, because there's a <laughs> line about getting him a snack that's sneakers, and he talks oh. about eating the guy's wallet, and that's presumably the entire wallet, not just like it has paper in it, but I assume not just paper. <laughs> So maybe paper is like the middle of the sandwich, the wallet yeah. sandwich. Yeah. Or, or he just eats like supplies, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. He eats like things that you kind of need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and at the end of the episode, yeah, they talk about him eating socks too. And yeah, just yeah like he just your, eats stuff. Just eats your stuff, you know? They're like, we're going to one-up Alf here. Alf is just single-mindedly focused on one thing. We're going to make him do everything. Yeah, but what like, a great gag, right? But, but like things you need. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, man, I have yeah. shoes. <laughs> exactly. In 1992, I'm... you really needed the, the yellow pages. That's true. That's funny. It sounds like such garbage now. Yeah? No, you needed them. Where'd all my paper clips go? Where did my Jones soda go, guys? I gotta go <laughs> skanking later. It's 1992. It was Scorch. It was Scorch. Uh, so yeah, uh, we meet the daughter who enjoys Scorch yeah, she really more than anybody else. So right? I thought too one thing that was weird to me about this show. I mean, the main thing is just that nobody's any good in the whole show. <laughs> but um, it, it feels so bland every part of the show. Yeah. And one thing mm-hmm. that was particularly like uninspired to me is like like Alf lives with like five people. And or all these shows, it was really weird that it was just him and his daughter. Right? Yeah. I yeah. wonder if the mom got dead mom's disease too. I was like, curious too about like that. Mrs. Tanner and Mrs. Goofy, and all the other dead mothers. Mrs. Blossom. Yeah, Blossom's just... mom was dead. There's so many. She must have died from dead mother's disease. Oh, Austin, I just remembered. That how they met is it's in the opening and Scorch flew in their chimney. And then the daughter likes Scorch and the dad had to deal with him because he's a struggling actor. Well, and I'm guessing the pilot is that like he he yeah. takes Scorch down to the TV studio and gets cast or whatever. Right, right. Which is a weird, yeah, we should say he has a TV show that I guess is just produced by this TV studio. Yeah, it's Which, the news at noon. It's a noon newser. That's what was super weird to me. It's like, oh, okay, then they got on TV, and oh, what's their show? It's the news? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to the... figure out how this ventriloquist act works with this news act, and who's he's, producing he's it. He's the weatherman, isn't he, Carolyn? Yeah, Scorch is the sexy weather girl, oh. and the man is the weatherman. Oh, kind people, like, love him just because he's the weatherman with a ventriloquist weatherman? Who's going to like a ventriloquist weatherman? <laughs> I don't know. They're watching, just... the, whoever does is watching the noon news. <laughs> I, mean, it's the, I mean, it's the same people that have a cash settlement and need cash now or are suffering from <laughs> mesothelioma. 
<laughs> I am thinking about weird. it, and he—I mean, they very obviously live in a very rundown apartment that probably has like one extra bedroom or something. And they live in the 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 Huxtable's house. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hundred percent the exact same exterior been, footage as the oh yeah, show. yeah yeah. They just threw a dragon on it. We just they showed the outside of the house. It was like one of those. What is it? New York uh, townhouses or whatever. But the idea that his big break is being a weatherman on the new news probably explains that apartment that they're living in. So I thought it was a cool apartment. It and, wasn't bad, but they very much tried to make it look run down, and uh, then they just had a landlord on his case the entire time. Yeah, and then they have a nosy landlord who's always yeah. going to find out about Scorch. It was just, like, immediately so uninspired. That was what's weird, is I've never <laughs> seen this or heard, even heard of it. And then, within, like, a minute, I was like, I know exactly what I'm watching. Like, yeah. there was not one second for the rest of it where I wasn't like, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. And they do pay lip service to, like, the landlord not finding out, but I just find it funny that the thing they're worried about is that if she finds out it's a real dragon, they're not allowed to have pets in the apartment, and that's the problem. There's a couple weird things. Like, at some point, Scorch is, like, worried that if he goes out, people will eat him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what does that even mean? He eats paper, so, I mean, he doesn't... He doesn't get it. People are trying to eat dragons all the time. I mean, I would eat a, I would eat him if I saw him. I would. So I shouldn't judge. Just trick him in between two slices of bread. I would. I'd put him on a spit, and then he would really be scorch. Mmm, delicious. Uh, and you'd have to get an extra big stick because of what that man does to his cavity already. Yeah, he's pretty loose. <laughs> Ryan, to your uh, to your earlier inquiry, yeah. unha- uh-huh. unhappily ever after, which was indeed the Married with Children esque sitcom featuring a bunny puppet voiced by a Bobcat Goldthwait, uh, aired from ninety five to ninety nine. Oh yeah, that was on for a minute. It was on for like so, five seasons. It made it to a hundred episodes. Oh, that was quite a bit later than Scorch. Yeah. And was it the same creators as Married with Children? I think it was. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) I guess I will say, since we've compared it to other puppet shows, that it seems like Scorch is easier to shoot than Elf, which famously had, like, all these pits that the puppeteers would have to go in, and the actors were constantly worried about, like, blocking and breaking an ankle at all times. Yeah, falling into a pit. (laughs) Seems like Scorch was like always laid on the ground or in a bag or on a couch, so it's really, really accessible. Yeah, Yeah, Scorch was a real hand through a couch. (laughs) Wasn't the voice of Alf really a big diva and yeah, pleasant to work with? Really? And he was the puppeteer too, so he's always on set. Have you guys seen Permanent Midnight? Uh huh. It's great. Okay, you guys. It's about the creator of Alf. It's like one of those biopic dramas, Mm. and it's Ben Stiller. Because the guy who created ALF was just, like, doing all these crazy drugs all the time. Yeah, it's kind of like train spotting and how much Ben Stiller is an addict. There's, like, yeah. him squirting off heroin in the syringe while his wife, Elizabeth Hurley, for a green card, is giving birth. So it's mm-hmm. good and dark. And with the fake ALF is fun. It's this blue British asshole. He's great. It's a really bad movie. It's really you poorly don't like made. You it? What? It's terrible. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, it's awful. Wow. 
Wow. We disagree well, again about puppets. We'll watch Ryan. it next week. Okay. Was, uh, Greg the Bunny was another puppet show. Yeah, right? that's the one that's after Happily Ever After, Never yeah, After. And fun. that one has the short man, Seth, yeah, Green, Seth Green, who is yeah. in It that huh. we watched. Yeah, that was a bad show, too. I could have done that one. Well, they're all bad. No, like, it was good because it had spiders. You guys are all wrong about puppets. I'm sorry <laughs> to tell you this. You've Carol, all been gaslit by society. Carol, you're an easy mark for puppets is what I'm it's learning. Definitely true, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, you were correct. Unhappily Ever After, sh- creators also worked on Married with Children. Okay. So that is the similarities there are very much intentional. When it seems as if your surroundings have all been tossed and twirled Remember things happen at the right time and you got all the time in the world which is not at all creepy. And <laughs> this is where the landlord kind of breaks the uncanny gal. He's like, she just looks so real. It's weird. And I was like, yeah, get out of here. And Scorch is free to spout off as much as he wants because the man is his meat shield for whatever the puppet wants to say. So yeah. that's all great fun, yes? <laughs> Although I was a little confused at the beginning yeah. of this episode when <laughs> Scorch started just talking to the landlord. And I'm like, isn't he just like blowing his cover? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Because I wasn't quite aware of the premise of him being the puppet. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like well, wouldn't she just think it's weird that she has to f- talk to a ventriloquist puppet during this whole thing? But also, it's like, gotta be so stressful. Like, to <laughs> be the guy in that situation, like, oh, I gotta pretend this asshole dragon that lives in my house is my puppet so i have to be responsible for everything he's saying and he like yeah. will not stop and this is one of those shows too it's like he like, could have just shut up for like 10 minutes while the landlord was there and yeah like let me just talk to my landlord for a minute <laughs> exactly. handling business you know much anxiety you're producing with your constant <laughs> shit talking scorch right? i wouldn't want to be cold pulled over by the cops with scorch he would probably get you Arrested yeah, or yeah, 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 you're, you're going to... That's what I don't get about Elf, too. It's like the stress of having an alien live in you, like the government, you're going to be fucked if people find, you know, if you don't turn that alien in and you're housing him, like, 
the amount of problems it could create. And then he's such a jerk, too. <laughs> right? So weird. And you know what's going to make Scorch only more of a jerk is that he's landed the cover of TV Log. TV Log. Uh, you guys, it's a magazine about network TV. It's like two dying industries rolled into one. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a subscription, Austin? To TV Log? You betcha. Yeah. Yeah. Did you enjoy the picture of Scorch in some guy's ear? I was super excited when the when the stars of the new news made the cover of TV Log magazine. <laughs> well, why would like TV Log you'd think would be like TV guys? Right, be, right, right. Well, it's called sure. TV Log because you read it when you're taking a shit, <laughs> <laughs> like TV Guide. And, and technically, like TV Guide was a national magazine that just printed some like local listings in right. it, but then had articles about you know national stuff. But like this is a local show. Why would it be on the cover? I think David, you've laid out the case for how we can only naturally assume that Scorch has become a nationwide phenomenon <laughs> worthy of national coverage in TV Log Magazine. The ventriloquist weatherman. Yep, you don't yeah. see that on TV yeah. every day. <laughs> Unless you live in this market and you're watching the new news. Well, I think we can all agree that Carol has the most mainstream sensibilities of all of us. That's why I'm Carol in Maine. She's enamored of all puppets. <laughs> Listen, I like to stay up all night and then wake up at noon and learn what the weather is from a dragon puppet. Does that make me the middle of America? Yes, it does. <laughs> You're the forgotten class, aren't you? Yeah, if you don't like it, leave. <laughs> That's my America. <laughs> so yeah, we go now to the network that has brought Scorch to such infamy. The new news at WWEN-TV, which is some kind of news place. Which struck me just a little funny because this is my second episode in a row that features a new studio heavily. So I guess <laughs> I'm really interested in the media mm, right That's now. right. Mm. Well, so was Murphy Brown. Uh, so, so everybody is dogging on Scorch. And then we have what might be the star power of the episode, if you don't <laughs> count this dragon. It's Mr. Peterman from Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah, John Hurley. He has a name. <laughs> He's... He's really trying to make this work, you guys. John <laughs> O'Hurley. Oh. oh, sorry. He's the only one who there's any hope yeah. at all. <laughs> he's the only one who seems like he cares. Is that right? Yeah, he's the only one that's like, come on, guys, let's try to make something out of this. <laughs> Yeah, he really seems to know he's on a sitcom, and he's going to ham it up big. He's given the evil-ish role of rival newscaster. There's a couple other newscasters as well. So to back up to the beginning of the scene, Scorch has got a swole head after his new TV log cover. And he uh, insults anyone in the office, mostly the handman, who's his pretend boss. But he also, like, sexually harasses a lady. Yeah. Yeah. Full on. Fully. And she's kind of too into it, which mm. is weird. This is where one of my few notes, because there wasn't <laughs> a whole lot to really talk about in this episode. But, uh, I guess we're done. Yeah. yeah while, while the sexual harassment is going on, one of the things Scorch says to her is, 
How about you and I get some plastic surgery together? Yeah, what does that even mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. Even I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, is that like sexist? Is that weird? Like, what? Yeah, I don't, I don't even know, know what that is. <laughs> yeah. I know what the individual parts mean. I just don't know what you I don't know. I mean, I know what it means to say, let's get plastic surgery. <laughs> like, I know what plastic surgery is. But I don't really get why you would say that to a person. Yeah. I think if you say it to a coworker, they're allowed to slap you. Yeah, you'd think so. But I still, I'm still trying to dissect this and I get lost every time. I guess what this show is about is Scorch... <laughs> Has like a cool relationship with his little girl, and he hates her father, and so he's in this situation where he just wants to ruin the father's life, and they have this sort of symbiosis. So he's like, "I'm just gonna try to damage all of his relationships all the time." Yeah, but except the lady anchor is into what Scorch is saying. Well, that's her weird problem. <laughs> <laughs> she's got her own baggage. She's bringing this. Also, it's 1992. You know. David, did you uh, did you recognize the lady anchor? I did not. Well, she but... she was a brunette in this when she most often plays a blonde. Uh, she is Lillian Luther on Supergirl. Okay. Uh, and then was on Desperate Housewives for a while, but uh, I will always remember her as Sally from Sports Night. Hmm. No, of, of oh, the Sally? of the Gordon, you're wearing my shirt. Yes. <laughs> Hmm. That is Brenda Song. Um, how are the orphans, Austin? They're getting their work cut out for them on uh, on this episode, Orphan. that's for sure. Yeah, they got to dig deep to figure out what happened. <laughs> yeah, they're, I mean, they're having uh, as hard a time wrapping their head around what the hell is going on as the rest of us. <laughs> they have to earn their porridge. Yeah. <laughs> they're so poor that you porridge. Uh, they have to dig deeper for more obscure shows. And no one believed me that this show is real, so they spent like a week digging straight down until they found <laughs> anything. Very emaciated. So yeah, so, Brenda, okay, so Brenda yeah. Strong is the like female anchor who is seemingly cool with uh, Scorch's advances, if that's what they are. <laughs> Strangely, right? Right? Because I guess, I mean, so I guess that means she's into the guy because she thinks that's him saying all that through his puppet. Yeah, I think or, the idea that they're going for is, like, this guy was probably, whether he's into her or not, like, was shy around her and stuff, and now Scorch is saying all this stuff, and, like, she's into the aggressive nature that Scorch is, the aggressive <laughs> vibe Scorch is putting I, out. I feel like 38 minutes into this episode... He's gonna get this guy laid eventually. <laughs> I feel like 38 minutes into this episode, we've, like, fleshed out this world more fully than anyone involved in it did. <laughs> We've already had more time than they did for right. this whole episode. So, of course, we got deeper. We had to dig deep on Scorch. Yeah. Uh, not only does he ask her to get plastic surgery, which is just a question mark none of us can even touch. <laughs> I don't know. He tells her to drag it on over, baby. Uh, I get that. Oh, my God. Do you? <laughs> drag, drag it. Dragging it on over. Dragging it, dragging it on over. So if if any of you want to hit on your coworkers, just get a dragon puppet and try that in line. Tell them Scorch sent you. 
And then this is where Peterman enters, and he's super pissed off about Scorch getting the cover of Newsweek. And aren't we all? Because now we must endure the Scorch. Newsweek? Oh, yeah. <laughs> TV log. Hi, man of the year. <laughs> Excuse me, dragon of the year. Uh... So... So then they have Mr. Peterman goes to yell at oh and Scorch also sexually harasses Mr. Peterman. He's like, well, let's kiss about it. Oh yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> it was. I would have liked to see that scene develop, but <laughs> it that, didn't. I like how this show has like a cheap Lou Grant knockoff. <laughs> yeah, well, that's and like also <laughs> like all it has are archetypes. <laughs> and his office is like exactly Lou Grant's office too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they have this guy. Like obviously, this guy is like character is supposed to not care. And boy, does that actor nail that! Yeah. <laughs> and who is that guy? I feel like I've seen. I'm pretty him sure he's smoking Lou Grant's cigar too throughout the whole. Yeah, movie. no, that's they were just like, just do a Lou Grant thing. Yeah. Yeah. What is Lou Grant from again? Uh, Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> That's right. We watched it. And later, Lou Grant. Mm-hmm. Diddy uh, has his own show. The fake Lou Grant in this episode is uh, Todd Sussman, mm-hmm. who's one of like those guys that shows up in a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Uh, still working today, seemingly. Had a had a little run on Orange is the New Black not too long ago. Oh, oh what was, was he? He, he was Lou Grant in, in Orange, Orange is the New Black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, he was arrested. He's one of those guys that I swear I have like a distinctive memory of him in something. But as I'm scanning through his credits, I don't. There isn't anything that jumps out at me in particular, other than the fact like he's kind of been. He's at least made an appearance on like everything. But who was he on Orange is the New Black? Uh, he was Howard Bloom. Mm, hmm. that, I didn't watch Orange is the New Black. That doesn't mean anything to me. Oh, um, it's a good show. But, you know, he was uh, he was on an episode of Suddenly Susan, an episode of ER, an episode uh, of uh, Who's the Boss, a couple episodes of Coach, Grace Under Fire, Step by Step, <laughs> Family Matters. He's kind of all over the place. MASH, he had a long run on MASH. Oh. 20, oh, 20 episodes was... on Newhart. I mean, he's just kind of no. been a little okay. Hey, Austin, was the dragon also on MASH and Newhart? I can only assume so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, frankly, he's probably the most accomplished actor in this whole thing. <laughs> or in television history. Possibly that, too. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, Mr. Peterman is complaining to his boss that Scorch is getting the cover, and the boss kind of doesn't give you shit. Yeah. He epically doesn't give you shit. And yeah. then we go to the news. Unless anybody has anything else to say about our lazy, distinguished boss man. Nope. No. All right. Roll it. Roll the news at noon. Wake up, you <laughs> bastards. <laughs> Stop those toast crumbs. It's time for the news. <laughs> the theme song yeah. for the news at noon is like, wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month. <laughs> <laughs> Microwave your spaghetti or wet your Fruit Loops because it's the news at noon. And Mr. Peterman has his own news corner, German's corner <laughs> or whatever. And he tells a really long story about cockatoos trying to fuck until Scorch blows it by putting his... TV log cover into frame. That was the one thing that I thought genuinely funny in this episode. Was <laughs> just like <laughs> constantly sliding into frame the the cover of, of TV log magazine. 
I just can't get behind Scorch, man. He's just real <laughs> noxious. Yeah, he's ruining the news right now. <laughs> I think this is what the news is noon tours viewers have come to expect and look for, is a certain Scorch of flavor. Yeah, you don't make the cover of TV Log Magazine by playing it safe, guys. <laughs> no, they're dying for it. They're clamoring for his obnoxious right. impositions. <laughs> When you fly around in a tizzy And your wings are pumping snail air And you know something weird is happening Cause everything is different everywhere When you can't Hey, tall, dark, and beautiful Drag it on over here Come on, babe Are you talking to me? Hi, Allison, I'm just fooling around oh. Speaking of fooling around How about you and me getting some Plastic surgery together? I'm buying. <laughs> Sounds like fun, but I'm busy this afternoon. Can you explain this to me? Sure. Use it to find out what show is on what channel at what time. <laughs> then the powers that be are imbeciles. Number one by a landslide was people calling to say they love Scorch. Go ahead, Brian. Mock him. I don't want to mock him. <gasps> then I guess it's up to me. Mock! Mock! <laughs> we'll see about this. They're aching for that dragon. No. <laughs> See, also, this is why you also found the scene of him putting the TV log funny. <laughs> you think jokes like that work? Well, Scorch is the show for you. Austin, if you and me made a petition, we could have had two signatures on the petition. And maybe we could have seen those other three unaired episodes of Scorch <laughs> that they made. Oh, man. If you, the viewer at home, know of the last three episodes of Scorch, please let us know. Or at least no, let Carolyn, just let let Carolyn know. I, I think <laughs> Email us at our official just email. Just Austin and Carolyn. Oh, I, no, don't let me in with this. <laughs> Austin loves it. Yo, uh, you're loving You said you laughed, Austin. You're dead to me. I don't think I said I laughed. I said I think this is one of the things I found funny. Yeah. One of the things. He laughed a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. There's something good and bad about it at the same time where you see, like, that weird little puppet hand. Because he doesn't have a proportional arm. Uh, unlike Alf, he never walks around. They work around that. So you, and he doesn't give the impression that his limbs can support him. <laughs> so his little weird hand just going in and bothering Peter Men. What a great scene. Cinema gold. <laughs> but he might have gone too far because we go back to the dressing room where the puppet man dad with the hands is yelling at Scorch and Scorch is dishing it right back. It's a real battle of titans. Yeah, Scorch has no humility. No. Yeah. no. He's like, I don't care. I do what the fuck I want. <laughs> Scorch. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys think Scorch was an asshole on Malmac? I mean, in medieval times? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or is he, like, just a regular dragon and they're all assholes? 
Oh, maybe. Like, we probably don't learn anything else about other dragons in this. That nope. sounds like you're being a little bit dragonist over here. <laughs> hey, I was thinking. Ooh, Hashtag ooh, not I... all dragons, Carolyn. <laughs> but maybe, because we don't know their culture. I wish we could tell. We did get to meet other Malmachians, and they were not as big of assholes as elves. Well, they're like assholes to Alf, but when you're an asshole to an asshole, is that all right then? I don't know. Well, wait, when did you meet other Melmachians? Uh, in the cartoon. Oh, uh, that doesn't count. Alf tales. <laughs> they wanted to come, like, take them back or something. <laughs> Carol, we all know that Alf tales is not canonical Alf. <laughs> Do we? I don't know. That's part of the Alf multiverse. That's parallel Alf. Yeah, that's Earth. And that's Alf Earth 506 or something. Crisis of Infinite Alf. <laughs> <laughs> See, I know comics. Greenlit. <laughs> Greenlit. <laughs> oh, I would definitely buy five. <laughs> Just one Alf is a fucking crisis. <laughs> I mean, one Scorch. <laughs> One to three episode of Scorch. You guys, I don't want to talk about Scorch at all anymore. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking remember, forward remember. to when I write the episode release notes for this one, and I'm like, we talk about Alf more than Scorch. <laughs> remember when Alf blew up the kitchen? <laughs> that was when I really felt like he had gone too far. <laughs> Willie to like blow his life savings in the stock market. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> yeah. That's on Willie. And you guys, for really, really, there's. Oh, um... I need that money for drugs. <laughs> oh, that's good. There are, there are real pictures of Willie snorting crack and lighting crack in an alleyway. Like, Willie? Yes. Really? He did it, yes. <laughs> And him sucking dick, too. There's, There's not pictures of Willie sucking dick. There seriously are. I'll seriously send you what them are you later. What are talking about? I, I've seen them. I've seen him suck crack I'm getting dick. the crack research team on this. Are you <laughs> fucking with me? Don't get, no. don't get them arrested, no. Ryan. They're impressionable youths. Really it's one of those where you want to see it to confirm <laughs> it exists, but then if you actually did, you just regret seeing it, right? Like, All you need to do is picture it, because it's exactly how it is. Yeah, but I mean, picturing it doesn't mean it actually exists. It's not proof. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure of it. But this is, <laughs> but there are no pictures of Scorch sucking dick in an alley. Whoa! It See? looks like there really are pictures really of are. him smoking <laughs> crack really in an alley. <laughs> Whoa, what are these pictures? I told you. Whoa. Believe me all the time. Dude, I'm so glad we did this episode of Scorch. <laughs> Wait, so why are they, these pictures out? Were they like sex tapes? Or it's or like- from no, it's the Inquirer. Like, There's yeah. pictures of him. The, the crack research team 
Gene, just deliver these to me. He may also he's now like, be going to jail. He's yeah. smoking crack, and then he's smooching a guy. And then so like, it's like, is this all like the same thing? So is it like he had to like suck dick for crack? Basically, is that what's happening? I think he wanted to suck dick and smoke yeah. crack. I think okay. he like was hosting. <laughs> okay, so this yeah. was just like two. He didn't have to. The the it was just an added bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a regular Tuesday night for Willie, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so well, maybe it's all consensual and stuff and right. not predatory. Go right. for it, Willie. Or only mildly predatory. If they're the same age, whatever. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess he did gay porn, too. Oh, wow. I mean, these are all, like, schlock sites, but I'm definitely going to read more about this. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, uh, if you suck crack in an alley, or if you're <laughs> dragon, <laughs> if you suck crack, or if your dragon blows a shot about cockatoos getting laid, you might have to go talk to your boss, who doesn't care again, and get a mild reprimand. Mm. And that's what happens to Scorch's hand dad in this episode of Scorch. Does anyone want to remark on that scene at all, or just <laughs> can Willie? I tell you guys about some of the comments on this article about Willie smoking crack? <laughs> Yeah, what do you got? Dude, never read internet comments. So this person <laughs> says, to. Too bad for him. I hope he can get his life back in order. As for Alf, God, I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> the planet Melmac, loving to eat cats. I hate when it ended. <laughs> Oh, God. And that's what the cop said, too. Willie was married to Linda Yabarando from, I have no idea, from 1965 until her death from breast cancer in 2017. The couple had two children. After the death of his wife, Willie had a relationship with a German male nurse until his death. He was also arrested on uh, suspicion of driving under the influence in 2000 and 2003. Huh. Yeah, I know. I'm just surprised he was smoking crack. <laughs> wow, Carol. Shouldn't have doubted you. I'm sorry. That's okay. Just, uh, you know, Dude. everything I say is 100% true. <laughs> Well, cool. I'll talk to you guys next week. Good night. Bye. I'll talk to you next week in our next episode of Gay Porn Update. <laughs> Gay Porn TV Log. We should just change our show to Who Smoked Crack. <laughs> it's very special to know that. Uh, it's sure. a real world TV problem. So, you know, it's another real-world TV problem is when you're getting mildly rebuked by your boss who doesn't care, but somebody steals your dragon. Yeah, Peterman steals. Oh, no. score. Oh, yeah. Well, I assume you oh, guys yeah, have the same problem plot. with this <laughs> yeah. episode where they, like, cut out for, like, a minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got the gist of it. Peterman. What's his name from Seinfeld? I don't know, David. I don't feel like missing out on a couple <laughs> yeah, minutes of right, the episode right, was a problem, <laughs> per se. Yeah, I just don't know if there's anything more when about how Scorch got stolen or anything. But Yeah. All we yeah. know is Peterman now has Scorch in the 
got dude can't find him. And they had a fight before that about Scorch not being an asshole, and of course now it's going to turn out that, oh, it's alright if you're an asshole, I shouldn't have told you not to be an asshole, but, yeah. As long as you're true to yourself, that's what matters. <laughs> hey, who ate my mortgage? Dun, dun, dun. And then there's like a wacky secretary, too. You can see how they're really trying to make that work. Yeah. Right. She definitely happened. Yeah. <laughs> when you can't find a knight or a dragon, and there's nowhere to get your horn curled, remember things happen at the right time, and you got all the time in the world. Sorry? I just now realized. Well, that's better. It must be cold there in my shadow. <laughs> Scorch, if you don't straighten up, I'm going to leave you home from now on. <clears throat> Does the phrase starving actor ring a bell? <laughs> you know, Scorch, you keep bringing that up, and I'm getting tired of you insinuating that I couldn't get a job alone. <laughs> you see? You got me in trouble. Brian? You're acting like you're mad at me. I am mad at you. I guess you never met a dragon with a sense of humor. <laughs> you stay right here and we will finish this when I get back. Humans? Hmm. <laughs> Aren't you going to threaten to fire me? Oh, yeah. Do it again and you're fired. <laughs> Thank you. Anytime. We got off lucky this time, but... Yeah, honey. Blow on it. It's still hot. Uh, yeah, so Scorch is fucking kidnapped. And the man with the hands, the hand man dad, thinks it's his fault because it got into a fight and that Scorch just ran away. And Scorch doesn't think he can run away because he's all of a sudden worried about getting caught and maybe eaten. So, real predicament. But Mr. Peterman... I would also think he wouldn't know where to go either, right? Like, anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, he must know the way from the news station to his house. I don't know if he knows the way from this house to either of those places. Depends on how good he was kidnapped. He wasn't a bag for the most part. So, maybe it was hidden. So, Scorch ends up spending the night with Mr. Peterman, whose nightly routine involves incriminating diary evidence. <laughs> and it might be in preparation for a luxurious night in, because he is oiled and creamy. That was super weird when he was reading his diary out loud to himself as he wrote it. <laughs> as, as one I, does, apparently. I, I get the, well, the function. What we don't the realize is the diary is actually like uh, like a deep sea organism that came to the surface and is actually sentient and talks with him, but then it just acts like a diary when other people are around. So oh, then... I see. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I'm just imagining that this is a world where, like, everyone has some sort of familiar that's in public a an innocuous item, but then comes to life when they're alone. <laughs> that could be cool. 
<laughs> right? Don't that's, you? So well. that's like what the golden <laughs> compass is about, right? Yeah. Well, just, yeah. yeah. Everybody just has like an animal to follow. It's not them like around. they hide them from each other. Like everyone doesn't realize another person has a familiar. Right. It's also about killing God, so I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. That whoa. part's cool. <laughs> and yeah, so Scorch is uh, pretty mm. upset. He's pretty kidnapped. He doesn't know what he's going to do. Peterman goes to take a long, luxurious shower or shit. We don't really know. He or both. didn't maybe yeah. bring in the TV log with him. Why not both? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then, and then what happens is Scorch, if he maybe does the one useful thing he does, where he tries to use the phone based on what he's noticed his human do. So, he holds it to his face, and he makes it sing a song. And I don't, he does end up dialing the phone, but I don't know if he gets in contact with the police, or just some motherfucker, because I don't know yeah. if he knows what phone numbers are. My, my impression was it was just the phone operator. That was interesting. Like it was kind of almost interesting to think about, like how, mm-hmm. how, what he does and doesn't understand. You know, yeah. Like well, how the phone works. Right. It was this weird moment because you're like, oh, that's right. He's a medieval era dragon, so he wouldn't mm-hmm. like understand what phones are. And that's mild. That could be mildly interesting, aside from the fact that he apparently <laughs> knows what plastic surgery is. Oh yeah, <laughs> and so then does he though? Because that's a weird come on. <laughs> that's true. He clearly doesn't know what plastic surgery is. <laughs> but he at least like he thinks plastic surgery is some sort of sex act. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those, like, those are two words that may not necessarily have existed in their current usage back in it's true in the medieval time. I mean, obviously surgeries are performed, but uh, the, that combination is relatively unique to the modern world. So that's where you get this weird, like, he's a dragon out of time, ah, wackiness. But at the same time, <laughs> he has to have, like, a stand-up comedian shtick with all of the, like, current references worked into it, so. Right. Yeah, I feel like this scene is kind of one of the only ones that fulfills the promise of the premise with it's a damn medieval dragon. <laughs> the rest is like, he's just an asshole. <laughs> but still cool. So Scorch ends up getting so steamed about being captured that he actually steams out of his puppet holes and sets off the fire alarm, this, which causes Mr. Peterman to rush from the bathroom. This is another point where I made a note for Carolyn to ask her if yeah. Scorch setting off the smoke alarm was like a recurring bit. We're like, oh, he got so mad he started steaming. And then when I realized that this is the third episode of yeah. three, I'm like, there are no recurring bits. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. You're actually right. Uh, there are, I do know this one, there are recurring bits with the smoke coming out of him because he is scorchy. The previous episode, Dragon Flu, has him sneezing smoke a lot. They were very oh. proud of this effect where they put some incense in the puppet <laughs> and let her rip. Shove some dry ice up his nose and... Yeah. Yeah, I was a little confused by that part. You never get so emotional, you just start making a bunch of gas come out of you, Ryan? Well, I do, but this is a puppet. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just wasn't sure, was it like he was all worked up, so he started smoking from his nose, or like how intentional it was, or what it was supposed to really represent, you know? 
Yeah, well, uh, somebody's really getting gaslit. Uh, That's all we really I think know. It's just, yeah, I think he's, at this point, <laughs> unintentionally smoking from his nose. But it is something he could also do intentionally. Yeah. True. Apparently. And it happens when he has a cold. So, mm-hmm. it's unintentional as well, right? You didn't have to know that. That's extra credit. So, at the end of this scene, it seems like Scorch kind of has it resolved. Because he's really happy when the fire alarm goes off. But it's... Not resolved at all. Yeah, yeah. It it doesn't move the story forward at all. Like, there's no effect (laughs) from it at all. Speaking of not moving the story forward at all, I omitted a very important scene where the little girl and an old woman fight about soup. Yeah, yeah, carrots. She doesn't like carrots, but she likes broccoli, which just seemed weird to me. But right, bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) That kid is bullshit. I'd say that's the show. The show is le- the least of the show's problem, but it's also indicative of just scenes where nothing funny happens, and that's really the show's problem. So uh, that's every scene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the dad comes home and has to tell the daughter that he's lost Scorch, but he thinks his Scorch has run away, so they can't even put up posters that the little girl wants to for their lost dragon. Because he might get discovered by science. Um, but if they did, the posters might have to say, Lost Puppet, Total Asshole. And yes. then they might get Elf back instead. Shitty Puppet. Um, <laughs> this is where I noticed that he was always picking his daughter up all the time. Yeah. And I realized it was like a blocking thing. like So their heads could kind of be at level. Right. Or then they would either be sitting or he'd pick her up while they were talking. And it just, to me, further emphasized what a weird choice it is for it to be just him and, like, a little kid or, like, the main characters. True. And it's also weird because he, like, hikes up her skirt a lot and then she has to, like, set it. So it's just like, thanks a lot, Dad. Mm-hmm. It's like that picture of when Hulk Hogan lifted up his daughter and showed his her vagina on the red carpet. What? He did it on this purpose? Is also real. I don't think so. But you can certainly see Brooke Hogan's vagina because of the way the Hulkster's lifting her. Really? Cut, cut to Ryan typing Brooke Hogan <laughs> vagina. I'm, I'm actually typing Hulk Hogan vagina. <laughs> <laughs> just, just steer clear of the racist comments, you know. It looks just like Scorch. That's the weird thing. <laughs> right. Brace yourself for a flurry of racism. You get some pretty interesting stuff right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Scorch is pretty fucked. He can't rescue himself by starting a fire. Because the firemen show up and they don't give a shit. And Scorch acts like a dummy again. Instead of just escaping from the window, he's going to play this one out, guys. Yeah, couldn't he, like, fly away, too? Like, isn't flight a possibility? It definitely is, unless he's grown so fat on his TV weatherman salary that his wings can't support him anymore. Scorch has no mobility. Eating too many sneakers, is that it? Right? Yeah, he has no mobility in this whole episode. He's got that big fat Sunday paper in his belly, so... (laughs) Uh, So so he just plays dead, and the firemen just leave, and they don't want an autograph, Mr. Peterman. 
And so Scorch just gets to watch Mr. Peterman uh, go to sleep. Whether or not he Jazos, we don't know. You can presume what you'd like. It looks more like he's like pointing to his daughter's vagina. It's <laughs> not. Does, it's it? not like her exposed <laughs> vagina, but it does look like he's sort of like, "Hey, everyone, look at her vagina." So I don't know. I don't is know this about gonna, this one. Is this going to be a new segment <laughs> on our shows? Ryan's <laughs> Ryan looks at internet porn. <laughs> Ryan verifies Carol's wild claims. <laughs> I definitely remembered her vagina being out, so I'll have to look later. That might be me coloring it in. It might be. <laughs> it's definitely possible. You do like to see okay. genitalia everywhere. I do. I just, you know, like a little definition. <laughs> <laughs> and just like Scorch, did he see some definition that night when Mr. Peterman went to bed? We don't know. Yeah. So... Yeah. I wonder if Scorch can't fly anymore as part of the premise. Like, that's why he lives with the people. Because otherwise, he could just open a window and just fly back to their house, I think. Yeah, we were wondering yeah, about we were, that. We were talking about that while you were looking back. for the Hogan JJ. Oh, you were? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just really unclear on Scorch's <laughs> mobility, you know? It's not really clear. Well, he certainly can never move in this episode. He might have a mobility problem for sure. Maybe he's just used to the cushy actor life, and he's like, you know, the starlets that make people carry them instead of walking. Pretty sweet gag. So now how Scorch is going to get out of this is he's going to do the old I am your conscious trick. Mm -hmm. And he causes maybe one of the many dragon-themed nightmares we'll have this evening. <laughs> how did you guys like it when Scorch told Mr. Peterman he was going to hell and that then set him on fire? Really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was just like more <laughs> intense than anything I expected. Yes, it was like it's like soft lob, soft lob, soft lob. You're going to hell, and you set them on fire. It's well, he said burn in hell was the other <laughs> thing, which is like more intense than saying go to hell. That's true, because yeah. he backs it up with his flame power. Yeah, and then he starts burning him. So it's yeah. interesting. <laughs> is that actual gaslighting though, or is that just like? scaring somebody that's, you know that's just lighting someone on fire yeah. <laughs> it's like a couple of steps past gaslighting it's like gasoline mm. and lighting them on fire like gaslighting is about making somebody question what they believe and what questioning their own eyes and what they see or what they yes. think and that's not what's really happening like, he doesn't really question anything he sees and everything he sees isn't necessarily wrong either i don't know yeah no we got we got a couple steps further. It's been one giant gaslight until now, and now it's like <laughs> right out something there else. It's arson. It's actual arson, yeah. which I personally enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of light arson. So uh, that is enough to scare Mr. Peterman into taking Scorch back to the news the next day, even though he hates his green guts. Mm -hmm. Which is great, but we'll get there in a second, because first, the dad, hand man, has to have a talk with the lazy boss, and he kind of softballs the idea that, well, what if I couldn't get the puppet back, because it's not a puppet and an actual dragon? Yeah, well, what if you couldn't replace the puppet, yeah. Right. What if the puppet's gone forever, mm -hmm. then what? And the boss just sticks with guns and says over and over, get the puppet and go on TV. He just does not give a shit. Yeah. It was a sweet acting gig to just act, not act, you know, is all you had to do. Yeah. <laughs> but, David, you really think this was a sweet acting gig? <laughs> <laughs> 
Touche. <laughs> it wasn't a challenge, I'll put it that way. You know, and they were like, hey, uh, to the guy who plays Lou Grant, they were like, hey, sorry, the show got canceled. He was like, okay. <laughs> what? No. I do wonder, you don't hear about all these shows. Like, how many shows get canceled and it's everyone involved being like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> everything checks out with us getting canceled. Like, yeah, a no, lot of shows... Out. A lot of shows that we watch. Yeah, exactly. You just wonder how that news went down and how the people reacted. Yeah, if only we could have gone to the Scorch cast party. Yeah, exactly. I know. Did anyone on Scorch do anything later? They did crack in an alley. That's true. No, that was Alf. Well, yeah, this this uh, Lou Grant guy, he uh, he was in a, he was in Orange is the New Black after this. The female anchor. Yeah, Brenda Strong. Yeah. She's she was in stuff after this. What about the main man, the puppet dad? Uh, I don't know too much about him. I didn't even look. No one <laughs> does. He wasn't very that's, good. That's what his IMDb profile says. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Jonathan um, Walker. Jonathan Walker. Um. Oh, here's a picture of him smoking crack in an alley with Willie. <laughs> and here's a picture of him pointing at Brooke Hogan's vagina. He's <laughs> <laughs> a well, red carpet face. According to the orphans, the pic of Hogan lifting a lady and showing her vagina is not Brooke Hogan. I mean. Oh, it's a different lady. Yeah. So, um... Uh, well, that's better. <laughs> according to the crack research team, Jonathan Walker, who plays the lead on this, he's done pretty well. Yeah. He's been on Law and & Order, and he was on Daredevil, the Netflix series, and um, just a bunch of crap. Yeah, he, he, certainly, he certainly hasn't... I don't think he's been uh, the lead on a sitcom <laughs> to, yeah. like, since he yeah. was the lead on this sitcom. But he's very much he like was, Lou Grant is, basically. Yeah, he's gotten work. He was a voice in Grand Theft Auto Five. Very cool. He was on a person of interest. Yeah. Yeah, he's done pretty well. Chappelle's show. Oh. He was on All My Children for a little, for not very long. He was on Scorch. Some TV. He was on Scorch. (laughs) Highlight of his career. (laughs) The highlight of television, people. It's true. We can all agree that TV peaked with Scorch. Dear Diary, now that I have gotten Scorch off the show, I can continue my rise to the top where I belong. How does Brian do this? First he puts it to his face. Oh, and then he plays the music. You can help me. I'm desperate. I'm fuming. I'm stuck in a bedroom with a guy who thinks he's got great legs and he doesn't. (laughs) And I can't fly and I can't walk out of here because if I do, they'll find me and eat me. No, I haven't been drinking. I'm sorry. Return Return the puppet scorch. No. No. No, I can't do that. Please, anything but that. Please. It's my career. Return the puppet or burn in hell. 
that. Well, and it is only because of our theme of One Season Wonders. Thanks for your vote, dear listeners. That, But you could almost say that Scorch is better than all of the shows that we haven't done yet. <laughs> because we did it first, so it's more important. So take that, Cheers. Take that, Alf. Take that, the rest of television. Oh, wait a second. Um, I didn't realize this. Oh, the yeah. landlady, Mrs. Bracken, is Rosemary. She was on the Dick Van Dyke show. Oh, wow. I didn't realize. Oh, yeah, look at that. And I think yeah, she, she passed away recently, right? And she's cool on, she was real cool on social media, like, for the end of her life. Yeah, she died Isn't in she? 2017. That's great. Yeah. Oh, wow, so that's why we did this show, was to remember her. Yeah, this is, let's pour one out for Rosemary. There you go, lady. There you go. So, yes, uh, we go to WWEN-TV, the new news network, and this is where Peterman comes in very hurried because of his haunted, scorched out last night. Um, the lady news anchor even says that he looks his age. Which yeah. is a good TV, but that was hard. Yeah, right. He, he really like went out of his way to have like a half untucked shirt. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, and like a smudgy, yeah. uppy eyebrow. It was and good. He really it was grew great. Some facial hair overnight too. Yeah. Right, looking very scorched and swarthy. Did you guys think he looked hot singed? Because he did. <laughs> I think that he had time to like take a shower and tuck his shirt in if he wanted. <laughs> We don't know the kind of a psychological nightmare Scorch was doing to him all night. That's it's, true. We only saw a piece of it. After the hellfires, it was all gaslighting all the way. Scorch was, like, mocking his impotence. Yeah, it was a Hannibal Lecter kind of thing. He was yeah. really close to committing suicide. He was. I wish we saw it. I'm, I'm, I feel like we saw too much. <laughs> so this is where the terrible puppet dragon, or is it... Scorch is returned to the man under the premise that Peterman found him in the parking lot and he should really be careful and thankful. And as soon as he leaves, Scorch reveals that he was dragon napped all night. But it's okay because he had fun psychologically torturing Peterman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he didn't even care about the other stuff. Scorch has like no conscious or sense of right at all. Right? He's a total psychopath. He was like, oh, I'm sorry, Scorch. I reprimanded you for being so shitty. And Scorch was like, I didn't even think about that for a second. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, who the fuck are you anyways? <laughs> You're nothing to me. You're trash. Shut your trash. Hold. I'm the dragon. You're the out-of-work actor. So they have a little hug, though, which is funny. I guess mm -hmm. Scorch yeah. still likes to nuzzle, even though he hates the man. My note was, I will now awkwardly hug this puppet and put my finger in its eye. He did? <laughs> did he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, but it is. <laughs> dunk. Dunk. <laughs> And they go back to the house where Scorch is regaling the little girl with tales of Mr. Peterman's night routine and how delicious he looked in his creams and lotions. But Scorch did not eat him. No, he had too much restraint to eat a human. He just ate the human's wallet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this uh, this little girl is, is, is like my kid <laughs> after Ryan left from staying with us where she's like, I'm so glad you're back, Scorch. Things are just boring when it's just me and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> is that 
Doesn't he love Ryan? Uh-huh. I had a cool time. Because Ryan likes karate. He's like, why kid. did Ryan have to leave? This is boring without Ryan. Oh. I had a cool time with Austin's kid. I can I tell about his spoon and his bowl and oh, stuff? Oh yeah, go right ahead. It's I really was thinking cool. about this when the kid didn't want to eat her carrots and scorch. Oh yeah. Actually. <laughs> Um, Scorch is so relatable, I know. It was just me and him for a minute, Liam. He's like four. Yeah. And then he was like, I'm hungry. And I was like, do you want some cereal? And he was like, yeah. And he like wanted it in this certain specific bowl. And then oh, he was boy. like, I want a really big spoon. And I was like, all right. And then he was like, my spoon's too big for my bowl. I want a bigger bowl. And I was like, well, I already poured it and put the milk in it and stuff, you know? Can you just use it? Can you have a smaller spoon? And then he just, like, made his body totally limp. And, like, in his chair, like, like he couldn't even move anymore and just looked sad and just kept being like, I want a bigger bowl. And I, like, tried to reason with him. And this is one of those things where you're like, well, this is not my kid. Like, at some point in his life, he's going to have to realize that you just have to eat out of the bowl. That your food is... You have to eat out of the bowl life gave you. Yeah, but I was also like, well, who cares, you know? So I gave it a minute, and then I just poured it in a bigger bowl. But I loved his strategy. I was like, where did he come up with that? Just, like, totally, like completely lifeless just like i'm just gonna be like this until i get what i want that was amazing passive resistance yeah. Liam Liam direct is... action gets the good it is one of his favorite techniques did you teach him that Austin? no i don't know where he picked that up <laughs> yeah. he's like playing possum right it's totally it's really interesting Oh, my spoon is too big yeah i thought of that too yeah <laughs> right right Classic. Well, uh, what a fun time, right? Children, yeah. and food, bulls, and dragons. Uh, Scorch is there. He ate a wallet, like I said. Oh, and yeah. the scene is so good that it's the very last scene. But they show it again twice <laughs> in a row. And I was like, is it going to be a blooper? No. It just has extended riffing. Yeah. And uh, not very good. <laughs> Uh, just the things he's gonna eat after. Uh... I know. I was expecting yeah. like, oh, are they gonna show the puppeteer, or is it gonna be a goof, or is Zach gonna stick his sword into the door frame when he tries to go out? <laughs> nope, nope. Just the same scene again. <laughs> what a season finale! What a series, <laughs> what a series finale! What a triumphant <laughs> series finale for Scorch. The <laughs> end is. Scorch, so hot, it's burning, and we're all burning in hell from a dragon. Yay! So, like, does anyone remember this show? Like, I know we don't, but, like, Carol, have you met people? You've No, well, I've on never that met someone. thread that you host, has anyone shown <laughs> yeah. up and been like, yeah, I love this show? Every time we've ever brought up Scorch, which is at least several times, no one knows it all. And But the good news is you just pull it up on YouTube and the intro explains everything. And then everyone looks at you like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the good news is that everyone's like, what's Scorch? And you're like, do you have 20 minutes? You can watch the entire series. <laughs> yeah, I know. I usually let them go just after the intro. They can seek the rest out. But, I mean, it's, it's kind of not that good. <laughs> I, re- I enjoy it. But it's certainly not that good. I really love how he hugs Scorch and puts his thumb in his eye. <laughs> so funny. 
I thought it was kind of weird how it, like, scorched nuzzled back. Like, yeah. it's okay, but he does remind me of a cat, you know, like, cause being a total asshole all day, but then they still want to get them loves at the end of the night. Do you mm-hmm. think he sleeps with Scorch? Mm, that's a good question. Like, sleeps with as in the same bed or, like, sleeps with Scorch? Well, I mean, first but the second, for sure. What's the sexual lifestyle, right? Yeah. There's asshole fisting, of course, yeah. but is there affection? Oh, it gets, it gets a little wild and crazy after the kid goes to bed, right? You know? Yeah. You have a few drinks. I still love how Carol's the only person who remembers this show, yet her review is still, it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't let it go that it is. Yeah, no, um, yeah, it was like, it was an unremembered gem, right? But then when you watch it, like Ryan said, you kind of know where every scene goes. and It doesn't go anywhere new or great. A little bit where Scorch is using the phone. Are we like being really specific and dealing with his stuff? So I have a question too. Yeah. How does a show get canceled this quickly? Like, <laughs> I thought, I didn't know that could happen. I thought that they made, like, a season of a show. Well, they, they made six. Uh-huh. And my guess is that it was one of those, like, the initial order was for, like, 13. Uh-huh. Because um, it didn't come out till February, so it was, like, a mid-season replacement. Okay. So the initial order was probably for 13, and by the time the third one aired, they had made six, but the first three were so shitty that they were like, all right, we're done. Literally anything else we could put on in your time slot would do better than you, so we're not even going to air the three that you've made, and we don't want you to make any more because we're done. Yeah. Like, we're going to air the rerun of the tractor pull. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably America's Funniest Home Video. Probably. So. Wow, man. I, when we we're, when we started this summer series we're doing, right? <laughs> I went with The Pit. <laughs> claiming it was the worst TV show I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> and Carolyn said, hold my beer. <laughs> And I've got no response, and she came up with a deeply unfunny show that I had to <laughs> slog through. I mean, well, we also watched Cop Rock. <laughs> that was terrible in its own right. This is, yeah. Cop Rock had ambition. I'll give it that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, is that what you want to call it? Yeah. Like, like, Cop Rock wasn't good, but it was trying to do something, like, different. Yeah, both yeah. the pits and Cop Rock. We're taking big swings and missing. Yeah. Uh, this show is just pop-up bunting. Into, uh, like, this show area, isn't even know? showing up to play the game. Like They're still in the parking lot on the team bus while the game yeah. has started. If you look on IMDb at this show's description, there's just a picture of a guy shrugging. <laughs> I mean, because so many scenes, I'm like, was there even an attempt at a joke in this scene? Or was it just like crappy yeah. dialogue? It really is, like, all based around the star power of a puppet. <laughs> yeah. Does this count as another TV show where they made the lead actor's name the same name as the character's name because he couldn't respond to a different one? Uh, I mean, probably. Is is his name the same in this? In nah, other comedy he's, bits. He's The actor is Jonathan Walker. The mm. character is Brian. Yeah, okay. Oh, whoops. Oh, but what about Scorch, though? Is that his stage name? <laughs> I don't believe that counts, too. Uh, what the hell? Let's I make it count. I don't believe oh, you're okay. right. Thank you. Make it, <laughs> right. make it count. Remember, Link, 
I guess I'm just I'm just ready to move on. You know? yeah. <laughs> no notes. We had enough of its time with you. I mean, I guess I just I'm surprised I didn't know this was a thing. But now that you do know, you're gonna promptly forget it on purpose. Probably, I can see like hearing about this in ten years and be like, "What is this? I've never heard of it." So it's possible. <laughs> David, how did this new low strike yeah. you? You already kind of mentioned yeah. it. Any other last well, notes? Not really. Just uh, <laughs> very little, no humor at all in this, and I'm deeply disappointed. Austin said, "Well, the one thing I found funny means <laughs> you know, he, yeah, I don't know. He does he say a lot of puns of too, so I don't. Why should I respect Austin's sense of humor? This, I mean, that's right? always been true, David." <laughs> <laughs> Austin is the only other Scorch super fan in the <laughs> I room. I really don't feel world. like I, should, I deserve to be lumped in with, with, with you on this crazy trade. I'm sending you t-shirts, fool. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I'd wear a Scorch t-shirt. <laughs> that's, no, that's a whole separate thing. I would totally wear a Scorch t-shirt. I would. Let's all wear Scorch t-shirts to Carol's bed. I would love that. Okay, let's do it, all three of us. That's how everyone will know what we mean to each other. But that means, Carol, you gotta wear one over your wedding dress. <laughs> I'm spending too much money to wear a shirt over the Can dress. you just do it for a photo? Yeah. <laughs> scorch, We're all gonna scorch, have to scorch. sign the petition. Scorch! Okay. Scorch! 
Oh, Austin, how special was this special episode? Any parting words on being gaslit by a puppet and demand? Well, it's yeah you know, between this pits and cop rock, it's really <laughs> casting <laughs> doubt on on what I was gonna go with for our next episode because mm. I'm like, I mean, the show I was gonna talk about's not great, but. All three of these have set, like, new levels of terribleness, and I just feel like I can't compete with that. That's true. We have been digging to the bottom, and the show you've been thinking about, I believe, is pretty okay. Yeah. And you could still Yeah, like, do it's not great, but, I mean, it doesn't time. have a dragon puppet with no jokes, so... Listen, Austin, if you're really worried, just go with the ads, then. Oh, God, so... yeah. <laughs> which, which might top this one for different reasons, but... Yeah, that's Excellent. true. Excellent. There's still a new bottom. Yeah, yeah. I'm always looking for a new one. Well, I'll bloop that word just in case you do choose to go with it. We'll leave a little bit of tension. You have two weeks left to decide before <laughs> our conclusion of One Season Wonders with Austin's Choice. Whatever it will be, it should better be terrible, Austin. <laughs> Well, that's not what we... That's true. That wasn't the idea. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But it's like, I, now, like after three episodes like, wallowing in this crappiness, then we'll be like, here's a show. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it just seems like see. a downer note to end on. Well, it could be the, a palate cleanser. There were good shows that only lasted one season. Like, circumstantially, yeah. some yeah. shows got... Yeah, and there's part of me that's like, maybe I should do one of those. But we've also talked about how... Good shows are always not as much fun to talk about. Yeah. It's true. And this one was so fun to talk about, right, everybody? Yes, they all say. It'd be fun to talk about. It wasn't very much fun to watch. I don't even know if it was that fun to talk about because it really <laughs> okay, didn't give you a I whole lot of time material. with you two. Well, the thing that I liked about it is it was like a tight 22 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like 19 once those couple of minutes got cut out. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can barely long. remember 20 of those 22 minutes either. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Oh, well, uh, Dave Bitzenhofer, when you are <laughs> kidnapping your friend's puppet to try to be more famous, where can our listeners keep up with you online? Uh, you can find me with my hands up all sorts of asses uh, on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> at Dr. Bits, that's Dr. Spelled Out, and at uh, therealgentlemanofleasure.com. And Austin, when you're not telling your co-workers to drag it on over <laughs> to you, where are you online? Oh, that is totally something I would say to my co-workers. Uh, you can find me on Twitter propositioning people to have uh, plastic surgery at Austin Gordon, and you can also read my writing at thegentlemanofleisure.com. And Ryan, when you sleep through the news at noon, where were you online last night? My Well, you don't want to know where I was online last night, but if you're looking up my stuff, it's uh, yeah. ohyesvernice.com, It's drawings and stuff, and that's all my internet handles, too. And when I'm not playing dead to trick the landlord that I don't have to pay rent, you can find me at Carolyn Main on Twitter, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-A-I-N, like the street. I'm also on Facebook, and you can listen to my other podcast, Pitch Please, at Cranival Studios. And you can buy a deck at www.pitchplease.fun. And for this show that you like, thanks for hanging out for our summer series of One Season Wonders. 
Maybe next year we'll do a good one season wonders, but not this year. You can follow us. We are a very special episode. We're a very special episode podcast.com. We're on Twitter at avsepod, and that's also at gmail.com, avsepod. And we are on iTunes. We are on Stitcher. We are on Google Play. We are on Podbean. We are on Facebook as avsepod. And you can email us suggestions for shows in the future, avsepodcast at gmail.com. That is it for this week. Tune in in the next two weeks to see what we conclude this summer series with. And for everybody at a very special episode, we are taking risks so we can make it big on TV Log. Yay, that's it. Yay. Good game, good game. Dude, I'm so glad we did this episode of Scorch. I think he wanted to suck dick and smoke crack. I think he... You don't see that on TV every day. Unless you live in this market and you're watching the new news. Are you fucking with me? It's like, who the fuck are you anyways? Don't get, don't get them arrested, Ryan. They're need to confirm it exists, but then if you actually did, you just regret seeing it, right? Like, what are you talking about? Is that actual gaslighting, though, or is that just, like... That's... That's just lighting someone on fire. <laughs> Everything checks out with us getting canceled. <laughs> How does a show get canceled this quickly? And we don't want you to make any more because we're done. As for Alf, God, I love that show. Yeah, that was this ABC on your home PC with some VIPs of SBTB. Was it Austin G, Dr. DB, RAT, or the C was with that TV. This podcast is kind of funny. Excuse us all, cause we gotta go pee. That was a very special episode. We dissected that shit from head to toe. Did the time fly by or was it slow? Got so many life lessons. Oh, how we've grown. Seen so much TV that we're gonna explode. Next time on a very special episode.